Welcome, weary travelers, to the great big universe of Excess Press. This is a weekly podcast to bring you the news of the Disney theme parks and resorts. Witness for yourselves the wonders of Excess Press. And now, let's begin. everyone and welcome to another episode of excess press my name is matt and i'm the host of this disney theme parks news podcast and this is episode 98 and today we're here to talk all about the 2019 epcot international food and wine festival today with me is my co-host katie what's going on hey hey super super pumped to talk about food i know i've we've been waiting for this episode i mean we just did the halloween party episode that was a pretty <laughs> pretty long episode we actually got a lot of good engagement from that that is one of the most listened to episodes that we had in a long time so it's awesome yeah yeah really really neat so that was cool to see the numbers there so thank you guys all for the support for that uh today we are coming at you with another long episode so hopefully you guys are in for the ride and hopefully you guys do not have empty stomachs (laughs) so yeah we're gonna we're gonna be talking a lot of food today but i also want to uh say that we have a special guest with us making her first appearance on the show we have alessa from that disney girl youtube channel how's it going Ooh, hi everyone i'm good excellent i'm glad you could be here today we thought you'd be like a good good we thought you'd be like a perfect guest for this so i'm glad uh, we could have you on today I'm so happy to be here. Like Katie said, very pumped to talk about food. It is my, aside from Disney, it's my favorite thing to talk about. And then we're merging the two. So this is a good time for me. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Well, I'm I'm glad to see your enthusiasm for that. Um, But I want you to introduce yourself to the listeners to to get to know you. Uh, I don't know, maybe a lot of people who see you on Instagram at all. They follow your YouTube channel, but uh, just uh, introduce yourself a bit. Yeah, for sure. So uh, my name's Alessa. I live in Toronto and I'm like probably anyone listening to this, a big Disney freak. I love everything about Disney. Um, I've been going every year since I was a kid. And now that I'm older, I've tried and trying to get out like multiple times a year, which isn't great for the bank. But I mean, the obsession has grown. But uh, I, I started to like it so much and look into a lot of Disney history that I wanted to start a YouTube channel just to get a creative outlet going on as well, because um, I'm a pretty creative person. And uh, yeah, so I started my YouTube channel at just, I think, yeah, December of last year. So it's only been a few months, and it's that Disney girl. And basically, I'll talk anything Disney, from Disney theories that I have to Disney backstories or Disney history, or just, you know, reviews on hotels and restaurants. That seems to be really popular for people who are planning Disney vacations. So just try to tackle it all but um it's it's been really great and i've learned so much more and i've discovered the disney community which is amazing i didn't know about it until a few months ago so i'm really glad that i started this journey 
Yeah, your past few vid videos have been pretty killer, to be honest. Uh, your Takami Tai video was great because I was kind of on the edge of whether or not I wanted to go there. Um, it seems cool, but I'm not sure if I would do it. Uh, so that was a really good review. And I actually said on my last show, your Cosmic Rays video was fantastic because I learned some things about Tomorrowland that I didn't even know. Um, I learned some things about Tomorrowland that I didn't even know about <laughs> making that video. So that's another good thing about the videos. I get to learn. I learn so much more through researching a topic that I think could be interesting to me. <laughs> awesome. So, yeah, make sure everyone goes out and uh, subscribe to the channel. So, yeah, cool. Well, thanks for coming on the show today. All right. So. Uh, let's just kind of jump into it because we have honestly a lot to cover today. I think this is a lot more than I had last year. Uh, so last year, I, uh, I forget who I did it with last year. Oh, my uh, Giovanni, or the writer for Excess Press. Uh, we did it last year, and there was it was there's a lot, and I think there's even more this year. So we're gonna kind of get into everything with Epcot Food and Wine Festival. Um, so let's just begin now. If you're not familiar with the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival, you've obviously been living under a rock because it's probably like one of the biggest things that Disney puts on every year. Would you guys agree? Yeah. It, oh, yeah. At least for, sure for Epcot too. Yeah. No, it, like everyone goes there for this time of year. Like people are there like every night just trying different things. The locals flock to the, the Food and Wine Festival uh, it's, and it's great. So it it starts this year on August 29th. So it was coming out. Uh, what's today? The or whenever this launches, it'll be out next week. Um, so and it will be going for the longest it's I think ever been uh, uh, through uh, November 23rd. So that is actually 12 days longer than last year, which is a lot. Uh, and people are like kind of skeptical on it, not skeptical, but they're a little worried for the, the cast members. Cause I think the, the holiday, the, the holiday festival, I forget what it's called exactly. It starts only like maybe a few days later or like a week later. Um, so yeah, it's a very long running festival. Uh, so pretty much like a, if a quick overview is there's just tons of booths where you can get food, where you can get wine, you can get beer, you can get slushies of sorts, margaritas, you can get, you can get anything, but there's also a lot of events that happen. There's musical groups that come in. You'll get to sit down with culinary chefs, uh, watch them make you some, uh, watch, make some food with them. They'll give you some, some tips and pointers on what you can do in the kitchen. There's just a lot going on. Um, so quickly, before we kind of get into the details of it, uh, I want each of you to just kind of give like a background on your experience with the Food and Wine Festival. So, uh, Alessa, since you're the guest, we're going to start with you. Yeah, for sure. So um, I'm very excited because this will be my first Food and Wine Festival that I've ever done. So I, I haven't done Food and Wine Festival before, so I'm really, really excited to see this. I've done a couple of the other Epcot festivals, so I understand the process of the booths and everything. But like you said at the beginning, this seems to be the most hyped up one. It's like, I feel like it's the festival that everyone talks about when you're talking about like an Epcot food and, and drinking festival. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I'm <laughs> really excited to to see it all and try all the foods and spend all the money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's definitely similar to the other festivals. I've been to the Flower and Garden twice, um, and it's yeah very similar where they have all the booths and different activities. 
Uh, so yeah, it's if you're familiar with those, then I think you're gonna you're gonna be okay. There's just a lot more food and drinks to choose from. A lot more. Not complaining. No. <laughs> there's, yeah. There's there's nothing wrong with choice. So I think choice is the most important thing. Um, but Katie, what what about you? So my experience with Food One it has always been my favorite festival. Um, so when I was a cast member, I was of course there for the entire time um, during the very, the very beginning of Food and Wine, through the end of it, saw all of the different transitions from the different fest from the Food and Wine to the Festival of the Holidays or whatever we're calling it. Um, but Food and Wine, I think I probably went to Epcot five or six times a week because it was just that yeah. fun. Um, and it would even be something as, as quick as just going in to get the one thing that I wanted or um, doing a quick loop and get dinner, which is like two or three of the items. Um, and so they give you the little passport book you can pick up at a lot of the kiosks. I'm pretty sure I may have out of like, I don't know how many items to say if there was 100 items. I'm pretty sure I got like 99 of them oh, um, over the geez. course of the whole festival because I made a point to try every single thing, at least anything that I actually wanted to eat <laughs> um, and do all of the different activities and everything. So I have a pretty invested interest in food and wine, um, but I went last year during food and wine, but we didn't get to experience it as much as I wanted um, just with the way my trip worked out. So this will be the first time since I was a cast member that I will be there and really, really, really focusing on all of the foods and all of the wines. <laughs> Perfect. Awesome. Yeah, uh, real quick for me, the first time I went was back in 2013. Uh, I was with my wife and we just we ate a lot. Um, we just ate way too much. We made the mistake of even going to Chefs de France and eating more and then eating more desserts. And I think by the end of the day, we had to like, we, we had to get Disney to just roll us out of the park. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was, it, it, we were kind of uh, newbies at the time and just kind of ate way too much. So, but it was phenomenal. It was fantastic. And I don't regret any of it. Uh, and I haven't been back to food and wine since, but again, I've been to two flower and garden festivals. So uh, I think uh, it, it'll be good to do the food and wine this year, which uh, we are all doing, so. Uh, but yeah, so let's get into it. Now, here are a few tips before going. So I don't know what, if you guys have any tips of maybe what you should do before you go to the Food and Wine Festival, but f at least for me, my biggest tip is to look at all the menus, uh, at, like see what every single booth has to offer, and like create like a top five list, like top type five type. Wow, can't talk. Top five <laughs> foods and like maybe like top three or five drinks, whatever you want. But just see what you want the most because you don't want to go in there and just like go to the first booth you see, get something and like might be disappointed with it. Um, so that's like one of my big biggest tips before going, even like even going to Disney, going to the Food and Wine Festival. That's what I uh, suggest doing. But uh, what what do you guys have? Any any good tips for for them? Um. So I think my biggest tip um, is I, I, I'm super with you on creating your top five or so list, um, but at least kind of know which booths you need to hit at the very least. Um, for me, I'm not good at narrowing things down, as I'm sure we'll discover later on in this episode. <laughs> um, so as long as you know, kind of like, oh, yeah, I know I saw something at Brazil that I really wanted, so I need to make sure I hit that. 
um, and kind of have that idea, but also create a budget for yourself. Um, they actually have little wristbands gift cards that you can use and you can load up so that way you're not digging your wallet or having to type in your magic band pin every time um, and so you can load up your gift card it's just a normal Disney gift card so create a budget for yourself and if you're able to put all of that budget onto your wristband that way you know when it's time for you to cut off yeah cool no yeah completely agree with that a budget is a good thing I feel like I walk in there with uh, no budget and just kind <laughs> of uh Spend way too much. That's usually what I do. It can get dangerous. It really adds up really fast. Oh, for sure. <laughs> uh, Alessa, what about you? Got any anything good before uh, they head uh, out? Yeah. Um, well, first of all, Katie, I totally agree with you. I literally, I have like a Disney gift card with me every time I enter Epcot, even not a festival time. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I, I, I think that's such a good idea. And it's so, like like you said, it saves so much time to just have one card. But um, like, I, like I said earlier, I haven't been to this specific festival, but something that I try to do when I go to any of the festivals is that uh, I try to taste things that maybe I wouldn't taste all the time. So even though like I, I do the same thing, I'll scout the menu and see what I really want to try, but I'll try to get one or two items in there that maybe I like that seem interesting, but are out of my comfort zone uh, just because they're small and if you're with people you can share it and it's not too expensive for just one item and might open your eyes to something new but uh so yeah let's try something new that's my tip (laughs) i love that that's super super important i do the same thing too i'm like oh you know i probably would never order this in a restaurant but might as well try it here if it's a little uh, bite-sized snack or something of it i love it it's a good portion for to to do that kind of a risk Mm mm-hmm yeah, that makes sense. I don't think I ever thought about that way. It's just like if it looks good on the menu to me, like I would I would want it. Uh, but I'm sure I'll look through stuff today and I'll read it more closely and just say, oh, you know what? That actually sounds pretty good. I've never had anything like that. Uh, so, yeah, I think uh, I, sh- I should look over the list once again and kind of follow that advice. Um, cool. All right. So let's kind of get into before we get to the foods. So now you're kind of getting before. Actually, you're not getting to Epcot just yet, but you're kind of scouting out like what different events are going on at the Food and Wine Festival. Because, again, it's not all about the booths. Uh, There's lots of different events going on. Uh, So we're going to kind of run down through these pretty quickly. Uh, We have like kind of like bare bones information, not bare bones, but a good amount of information of each uh, each event. And uh, yeah, we'll kind of run through those. So first, we're going to start with the Eat to the Beat concert series. Um, So this is going on throughout various nights of the festivals. Uh, or the festival where different singers or groups will be form, uh, performing at the American Gardens Theater, which is, of course, across from the American Adventure. Uh, so there's uh, some of the bigger bands that are playing are Sugar Ray, Plain White Tees, Hanson, uh, Boys to Men, 98 Degrees. They're all going to be there this upcoming year. Uh, do do any of those sound exciting to you guys? Like all of them? Yes. Yeah. Please. And I'm excited, like, for the day I'm going, it's Baha Men who sing Who Let the Dogs Out. <laughs> yes. I literally, we specifically chose that day in order to see this performance. So, yeah, I like I like that they incorporate this into the festival. Oh, that's so oh, cool. That's awesome. <laughs> well, I'm not sure if you knew, but they do have dining packages that are available and will guarantee you a seat uh, for the concert. Are you doing that? I'm not doing it, but I recently heard about it. Uh, I, the only reason I'm not doing it is because I I feel like I'm already overloaded with the amount of food at the booths that are going <laughs> to be available. 
and I can't throw like another thing in there. But um, I'm I I like to learn more about it for future trips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I it, that totally makes sense, and I would probably do the same thing. And I'm not sure like how early you might have to like get there beforehand to to line up. I'm not sure how busy it'll be. Uh, I mean, b- people probably be lining up like out through Epcot for Baja, man. I can tell you that much. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, so if you, if anyone does want to do a dining package, if they do want to do the Eat to the Beat series, they can do that. Uh, there are different breakfast, lunch, and dinner packages that are offered. And there are 14 different restaurants that are participating for this year. Uh, and prices do vary depending on the restaurant and meal service. Uh, and the dining reservations uh, start uh, bef- at least two hours, two and a half hours prior to the concert showtime. So uh, you can go more to the Disney website and check out some more information there. Um, so the next thing that's coming up is something kind of like I would want to do, but I, it's just pretty expensive and I'm not going to do it. Uh, but they have a, a what they're calling a Sunday brunch with the chef. So every, uh, uh, actually not every Sunday, but some select Sundays through November 17th, uh, they'll have Sunday brunch with the chefs that is hosted by different celebrity chefs such as Kat Cora and someone who I really want to see is uh, Andrew Zimmern uh, and then there's Buddy Velastro as well and many others. Um, so this event is taking place at the World Showplace Events Pavilion uh, and I believe that is behind the UK Pavilion. Uh, and that goes on between 11.30 a.m. on uh, through 1.30 p.m. on select Sundays. Uh, but that actually costs $140 plus tax per guest. And uh, gratuity is already included in that. And you could also make reservations uh, by calling Disney for that. Uh, does, does this uh, interest you guys at all or no? Um, so I think this is a cool experience. But you're right. The price tag is a bit much to me. $140 plus tax um i realize that you're paying for the celebrity chef experience there um but for a two-hour chunk of time i'm not too sure that this would be worth it in my, my opinion but i guess if you're super super into whichever celebrity chef is hosting that day it would be worth it um i personally don't know any of them enough to really care <laughs> um i don't know it's probably not for me <laughs> no yeah, i hear you. I- I feel like I'm on that same vein. I feel like for if you're only there for one day too, it's like a lot of time to give to something unless you're really into it. I don't know with the price tag. Yeah. I'd rather go to the booths, but that's just me. <laughs> yep. Nope. So yeah, if anyone is interested, uh, they do have the Sunday brunch every or select Sundays, I should say, through the November 17th. So you can check that out more at DisneyWorld.com. Uh, so this next one is pretty cool if you are a football fan. Um, so this is a new experience happening this year. So this is available every Sunday beginning September 8th going through November 17th. So this is called Tailgate Tasting hosted by ESPN's Monday Night Football. Um, so this, I'm just thinking about this now. It's, it's every Sunday, but uh, it's... Saying hosted by Monday Night Football, it doesn't make any sense to me. I caught that earlier. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, I'm not crazy. I, I still have the page up on my website. It is Sunday. Okay. I just want to make sure I wasn't crazy. So this <laughs> this is happening on Sunday. Um, so pretty much what it is, you make a reservation, uh, and it's twenty bucks per person, and what you're getting 
uh, during a 45-minute uh, program as you're getting a flight of three sample-sized food items served with a complimentary beverage tasting, uh, which is inspired by the cities playing in the Monday night game each week. Um, so I guess I was thinking that you actually watch the game, but it's it's not. So you're going there on Sunday uh, just to kind of eat and drink that are, food items that are inspired by whatever game is happening that day. So it's a 45-minute thing uh, happening at the World Show pa- uh, Showplace Events Pavilion, which is, again, between United Kingdom and Canada. Uh, and again, that is $20 per person, and that is happening every Sunday between September 8th through November 17th. Uh, I don't care about football, but I don't, do you Do you guys care about football at all or no? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> actually, if I were into football, I would totally be into this. Um, it actually seems like a not a deal per se, but it sounds like a pretty cool experience. Um, in 45 minutes, not a big time commitment. 19, 20 bucks, not a big cost. So yeah. this actually might be pretty cool if I cared even the slightest bit about football. <laughs> yeah. I... No, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> um, like I, I just want to say I agree. Uh, I feel like compared to some of the other pricing, like for extra events that you can do at the festival, $19 is like on the smaller side of the price mm-hmm. tag. So at least it's like a little added bonus for something that's more affordable and you could still do everything else. Yeah. Yeah, one of one of the guys that uh, we're going with on the trip, he's like a really big Giants fan. And when we're there, they're actually going to have this uh, on that Sunday. Where, I mean, we're not going to Epcot that Sunday, but like that might be something interested. That might be something he'd be interested in doing. Uh, I don't know, but I think you're right. It's not a huge time commitment, and it's pretty cheap. So yeah, if you're into football, check that out. You could check out uh, everything. DizzyWorld.com has all of that. And again, reservations are uh, for the 6:30 on every Sunday through the 17th. So. All right, so what else we got next? Uh, so we got some cool stuff. Katie, do you want to go through this next piece, uh, the 2019 sure. Party for the Senses? Yeah, so this one, it sounds pretty neat until you use the price tag again. <laughs> um, but yeah, so <laughs> Party for the Senses. So it's going to be select Saturdays, um, and it runs from 7 to 9.30 p.m. And once again, it's going to be in the World Showplace Events Pavilion. Um, and it says it's an elegant dance-filled party. Uh, you're going to include gourmet tastings of champagne, wine, craft beers, specialty cocktails, and of course, all paired with food. Um, so it is only select Saturdays. Looks like it's only going to be five Saturdays. Um, so that's going to be September 21st, October 5th. October 12th and 19th and then the last one wrapping up on November 9th Um, and there's two different seating options that you can have so I'll start with category one um, which is the top tier and that's going to be called the wine view lounge so this one is going to be $359 per guest plus tax gratuity is included um, and your official event check-in will begin at 6.15 p.m. at the World Showplace Events Pavilion. Um, if you're in the park earlier that day, you can stop by and receive your credentials to the party anytime after 11 a.m. 
Um, but if you're not in Epcot and if you will be um, staying on Walt Disney World Resort property, there is a complimentary minivan service available um, to run you from your resort to the events and then complimentary return service to get you back to your resort at the end of the, of the event. Um, and if you are already in Epcot, complimentary transportation to the events from the main entrance kind of near guest relations is available and of course they will take you um, back to wherever you need to be at the end of the event um, and you receive a parting gift so that is the top tier so once again that is at 359 per guest um, seems a bit steep to me uh, I guess it sounds like it would be something fancier if you're into that um there is a second option so the category two is going to be reserved seating just general reserved seating and this comes in at 229 per guest plus text but gratuity included your check-in you cannot check in until 6:45, so that's only 15 minutes before the event starts um but once again you can uh if you're at the park earlier that day you can get your credentials anytime after 11 a.m um, admission is required to Epcot, so it's not included with the ticket. So you'll make sure you have to have at least a um, park hopper or day pass to Epcot. Um, and then you'll get your private reserved table seating and an event exclusive wine glass. So there's two kind of categories to it. Um, I don't know how I feel about this actually. <laughs> <laughs> Seems a bit much in my opinion. I guess I really don't know too much. It doesn't really give too much details about what you'll actually be doing the whole night besides yeah. dancing i mean i think you're just it's you're there to dress up uh dance just eat a lot so uh yeah it's probably just way too fancy i don't know yeah I, hey i Alyssa and i will be there on the 19th so maybe we'll see a bunch of people dress <laughs> up in fancy cocktail dresses or something <laughs> yeah it seems like i saw pic i was looking at pictures of it today and it seems like like yeah like definitely a really like a nice wedding kind of like reception mm -hmm. vibe is what i was getting um, but I didn't, I just like realized about that minivan service. I, I guess if you were planning on doing it, that's like $40 that you would have put towards the minivan mm -hmm. service. Like, or sorry, just coming, uh, if it's just one way, then it's only $20. So I don't know. It's, I, it's too much for me, but if people have want to do that, then available. Fun, yeah. fancy <laughs> night, you know, yeah. something different, I guess. Yeah. I'm looking at some photos. It does look pretty awesome. Um, yeah, just too much. I'm good. Yep. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, if you're interested for the Party of the Senses, you could do that on select Saturdays. And you can make reservations at DisneyWorld.com. All right. Now, it's uh, – we. oh, here we go. Katie, this is – Katie and Alyssa, <laughs> yeah. this is up for you guys, the cheese seminars. What do we got? All right. Um, so, I'm super pumped about this. Alyssa, I know you are as well. We chatted a bit before the show. <laughs> Um, whether or not I follow through, I'm not sure, but I'm really leaning towards doing this. So this is going to be a 90-minute seminar to learn about cheese from experts and other industry professionals. Um, your featured cheese will be paired with select wines or craft beers, depending on what it is, um, and introduced by a knowledgeable wine representative. Um, so this is also only select days. So you're going to be two days in September, September 14th and 28th. You're going to have it uh, once a week in October 5th, 12th, 19th, and 26th. And then the final one wrapping up on November 9th. 
Um, so select Saturdays from 9.45 a.m. to 11.15, um, and it's going to take place at the Festival Center stage. It is limited capacity, and it does run you $95 per guest, plus tax, gratuity included. So uh, since I know I'm already going to be spending so much money on every other bits of cheese that they have offered at the festival, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I'm going to do this, but man, I am tempted. What about you? I'm like, I'm on the same vein just because it's like, oh, it's $95, but it's cheese. And the day that I know on October 19th, which is when we will be there, it mm -hmm. is the French cheeses and French wines, which I'm like, oh, that's uh. such a good, that's such a good <laughs> pairing. But it's, yeah, I like, I want to. And the first thing when my friends uh, were looking at everything that had like food and wine had to offer, they just sent me a message that said cheese seminars. <laughs> so like... We all are, like, everyone, my group of friends who's going, the three of us are very into cheese. But um, we'll have to see if we follow through. It's something I think we still have to discuss. But uh, I, I like that they do it. And I think if I was a local, I would definitely mm -hmm. do it at some point. Um, just only being there for one day, it's, uh, it's a little bit trickier. But it's on my mind. Yeah. <laughs> And I will say one thing I do like is that it's early in the morning, right? So it's not just taking up half of your day um, or like in the right smack middle of your day or in, the, or in the evening when you're trying to really eat all your foods. Um, so 9.45 to 11.15 is actually kind of perfect timing for something like this. Katie, you um, literally just took the words out of my mouth. That's, <laughs> I, that's, that's what I was going to say because I don't think the booths even open up until 11 a.m. They don't. Yeah, and I, yeah, and I can't, I can't imagine you getting full from this. Like, it's, it's probably just like a really fun event that you go to, uh, and I, yeah, it could be worth it. And again, it's not taking up your entire day. You're going to be at Epcot anyway, so yeah, I think, I, I think it's, if it's something you really want to do, hey, I mean, you go to Disney a lot. If you, I think you should always try new things when you go, and I don't know, think about it. Wine at nine forty-five a.m. Wait, that sounds like my normal Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. I wait until at least Saturday. <laughs> All That's right. what mimosas are for. Exactly. <laughs> uh, cool. Sounds good. So that is the cheese seminar. So the next uh, next couple seminars we had. Man, I forget how many events we have. Okay, so it's still, yeah, still a few more. So this one is actually pretty quick. Uh, we'll run through these next two pretty fast. Uh, the next one is the food and beverage seminar, which has regional wines and beers that are paired with uh, different cuisines. Uh, and during these uh, these sessions, take place at the World Showpace Showplace Pavilion. I always want to say showcase. I know the me too. <laughs> the show the showplace uh, screws me up. Uh, but yeah, this is happening on select Saturdays, Mondays, Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. Uh, so that is happening at 2.30 p.m. on those select days. And the cost is only 29 bucks per person. So uh, check out Disney World for more information on that for the food and beverage seminars. Uh, does this, real quick, interest you guys at all or no? Meh. Yeah. I think if I were to do a seminar, it would be a different one. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Fair enough. Uh, so this next one real quick are the culinary seminars. So these are 45-minute demonstrations that will give you tips and samples from chefs and other beverage professionals. And again, that is held at the World Showplace Events Pavilion on select Fridays and Saturdays at 12.30 p.m. Uh, and that is only... Uh, Oh, I have two different numbers here. 
It's either $17 or $19. <laughs> uh, I'm going to assume, I'm going to assume it's $19 because I think I used the same document as I used last year and I'm assuming it went up $2. So that makes sense. Yeah. Just like everything else, it probably yeah. went up. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, again, check for, uh, any of those other seminars at DisneyWorld.com for more information. So those are the culinary seminars. All right. So the next thing actually sounds pretty cool. This is the mix it, make it, celebrate it. So you are working side by side with chefs, uh, beverage experts, and other uh, kitchen wizards uh, where you can kind of get a hands-on lesson uh, lesson that teaches you one of the many different culinary and beverage skills. Uh, each of these are a guided and like interactive experience. Um so it, yeah, it, you're pretty much just exploring different cocktails, spirits, and wines. So this actually sounds pretty fun. This uh, takes place on the fe- festival center stage, uh, Wednesdays and Thursdays from 4:30 to 5:45 p.m. Uh, and that is only uh, forty dollars per guest plus tax. So that actually sounds kind of fun. It actually, sounds yeah, pretty this cool. Yeah, sounds cool. Actually, be mm-hmm. able to get your hands on instead of just watching them. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so those are kind of the big events. Uh, actually, real quick, does that interest you guys at all? The this this thing or no? Um, I think it's like I think it's cool. Um, I think I would prefer if I was going to between that and the culinary seminars, I'd prefer that because you could like do something um, opposed to just watching, which is what I I haven't done a culinary seminar, but I feel like that's it's more of a watch, and at mm-hmm. least this one you could get hands on, but. Uh, I don't think it's one that I'm going to do this time, but I could understand why people would go to it, especially it's not too, too expensive either. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, 40 bucks isn't too bad. It's pretty good. No. These are all things I would totally do if I were a local. So locals, mm-hmm. yeah. check these out. Send me pictures. Yeah. I want to see <laughs> Yeah, that's what kind of makes me wish sometimes like I could be a local to like do do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, That'd be fun, like a date night idea or something. That'd be awesome. No, such a good date night idea. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Cool. Sounds good. All right. And then, oh, I think I actually have the times wrong for that. Again, sorry. Yeah, I think I just made a mistake. It's actually 12 p.m. is when that happens. Uh, and that is on Mondays and Thursdays at 12 p.m. So see see what happened is, again, I used 2018's document that I had made, and I didn't fix some of the information. <laughs> so I apologize for that. So real quick, mix it, make it, celebrate it is 12 p.m. on Mondays and Thursdays. So I apologize for that. Uh, this is a lot of info, and I, I, I actually said in the last episode that I definitely don't get everything right all the time. I do make mistakes, and I want everyone to call me out if I make a mistake. So please do that. Deal. Deal. All right. <laughs> all right, so we're almost to the booths. We're just going to run through some of the stuff that uh, is there for kids. So, Katie, you do it. I'm going to have you do yes. that. <laughs> all right fun for kids and also kids at heart um (laughs) so there is a playground there's going to be there um you can have your little kiddos burn off their tons and tons of energy at this playground designed with them in mind um and of course there's the disney du jour dance party i feel like dance parties have been all of the rage this year um seven days a week you get an awesome dj with some awesome disney tunes for everyone to just dance and sing their hearts out 
Um, and then Fridays and Saturdays, actually, stars from Radio Disney is going to be uh, will be joining the live performances. So, kind of a fun twist on your dance party there. Dance parties are actually really fun. I know. I think Matt, we were talking about this on one episode, but yeah, <laughs> I, I've given myself maybe like five minutes a couple times to just dance it out. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> like, I don't know why. But I'm also five years old. Um, so <laughs> there's a Disney du jour dance party. I don't know where it will be. My guess is it's going to be in the fountains kind of on your way. Oh, you're right. I don't have the to... location on here. Yeah. So I've seen them I'll do a dance up. party right outside of Mouse Gears, like the back entrance on your way to um, the main entrance to the World Showcase. Um, so I'm guessing that's kind of my thought, but you look it up and I will tell you what else is going on for the kiddos. Um, candy sushi, also something I want to totally check out, but I won't because I tried to last time I remember. And it was was like infested with five-year-olds and actual (laughs) five-year-olds. I thought I would take a step back, but yeah, even the youngest chefs can learn and create culinary works of art, uh, with their candy sushi under the guidance of an actual Disney chef. And that is daily at... 3.30 p.m. to 5.30 p.m. And that is going to be found at, it's right outside Sunshine Seasons in the Land Pavilion. So kind of on the bottom level, um, kind of where living with the land is. Um, You can have your kiddo make candy sushi and maybe they'll share with you. I don't know. I'm just imagining like, I'm just imagining Mm -hmm. like Swedish fish and like pop rocks. Like kids get to choose like like which, (laughs) they get to choose like which candy they want. You have no idea. It's not fair. I actually read though that it went like I think it it was z- like it was free in past years, but it's ten dollars. I don't know if I'm right. I was just reading a little bit about it earlier this oh. week, but it, ju- it may be ten dollars now, which I could totally see that happening, like it mm-hmm. having a charge. Oh, but um, I guess that's I still not it. terrible. Um, like at least like your kids can do something different and fun yeah. and hands-on in the air conditioning yeah and like get me a lot of people i feel like think that maybe the kids wouldn't like food and wine as much but that could be like a draw for kids because they can participate um but yeah no. i just I, I read that and i thought i'd mention it no <laughs> good awesome. no, i'm glad you did i'm trying to like find uh if i could see that information but all these t- wow these are like all booked up like every date that i look it's all booked up yeah. So, uh, yeah, that, yeah, that would make sense if it's ten dollars, because uh, I, I did not see that. Oh, you're right. It is ten dollars. It's right here. Ten dollars for all guests. Reservations are not required, but highly recommended. Disney says. Interesting. Yeah. So, Reservation yeah. to make candy sushi. Yeah. Good call out on that, man. I'm really slacking this year on my information. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> Honestly, like all of I cared more about the food. Like that's what it's I care. True. It's true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, and um, I did find out the Disney du jour dance party takes place in Future Worlds. So, okay, takes place over there. Awesome. Yep. Um, last thing for the kiddos, and this is a uh, returning from last year, I believe. So, Remy's Ratatouille Hide and Squeak Scavenger Hunt. Another thing that just makes me giggle. Um, <laughs> there's 15 little Remy's Remy statues um, that kids can find with their maps and stickers um, available for purchase at Port of Entry, Pin Central, and World Traveler at International Gateway. Um, so completed maps can be shown at Disney Traders, and then they can choose your prize or your efforts, courtesy of Chef Remy himself. So I think that they did do this last year. 
Um, I remember seeing a bunch of uh, Ratatouille Remy's all over the place. So that's another fun thing to maybe keep your kiddos occupied as you're going around um, trying all of the food and wines. Um, have them search out for little Remy statues. Yeah, sounds good. I kind of want to do that, to be honest. I'm not going to lie. It. Like, if I want to be walking around I, anyway, like, I wouldn't mind picking up a map and trying to find these things. Just, like, another way to interact with the uh, uh, with the uh, the world, the World Showcase. For sure. Uh, I don't know if they, this, they did this last year. I saw a picture, but I don't know if this is still correct, that if you, like, get all of the little Remy's on your map thing, um, that you get, like, a little cup, a souvenir cup. Ooh, oh really? Um, yeah, it looked like it was one of those like, pro- definitely. It's probably not going to be like too high quality, but one of like a three D looking sort of cup that when you move it, it's like kind of holographic. Oh, but nice. That's what it looked like in the picture that I was looking at. But uh, I saw three different designs, so I don't know. That could be incentive and something like you could walk yeah, away with something free. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Sounds good. Yeah, no, I haven't yeah. seen that, but uh, when when I redeem my prize this year, I will let you know what it is. <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> cool. So that is all the the event information, and now now it's time to move on to the fun stuff. We're gonna be chatting all about the different foods and mostly just like what we're excited for. So before the show, before we started recording the episode of the past uh, couple weeks, um, or if you're Katie, she did it today. Uh, <laughs> <Shut> <laughs> <up>. <laughs> I still did it. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, mm-hmm. uh, not really. You're a slacker. Um, <laughs> I know. It was bad. <laughs> I did it, though. Uh, I know. Okay. I know. I'm Procrastination. Kidding. I'm uh, really good at it. <laughs> so pretty much I, I had cr- like put down in a Google Doc every single item that is going to be at the different booths. And I had both of them, as well as me, write down our names next to the things that we are most excited for. Uh, and for Katie, that's pretty much everything. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was hungry when I did this. And I know you told me not to be hungry, but <laughs> I was hungry. <laughs> Yeah. So, so yeah, we're we're not going to go over every single item, but we're going to go through all the booths and just talk about yeah what we're most excited for. Um, before we kind of get into that, I want to just share a, f- a few things, um, uh, just a couple tips uh, from the listeners out there. And if you guys, if you have any, um, uh, Lister Kate, if you have any tips, let's share these before we kind of uh, dive into this. Uh, so I reached out on Instagram and just got a few little tips. Um, so from Caitlin Fetz, um, she says, of course, share everything. You can get more things that way. Uh, I completely agree. Uh, getting one item and then sharing it is the best option. We talked about that earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like anytime I go to a booth with like my wife or my friends, it's like, all right, who wants to split this with me? Like who wants to try this? Uh, and you can maximize your, your uh, once again, your budget and everything, uh, and how much you can eat as well. Um, Thoughts on that? Totally agree. Got to share everything. Um, And that's also a good way to try multiple things at the booths too. Um, That way, you know, you can, instead of getting just one per person of each thing or whatever, you could also just try everything at a booth or if you have a bigger group. um, Yeah. You get to try a lot more if you share. For sure. Ditto. (laughs) (laughs) I agree with you guys. So there's nothing more to say, but more food, it's better. Yes. Yeah. It's like my life motto. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
another one from Nicole E. Stoll, something uh, similar that we said, of course, earlier, is definitely read the menu ahead of time so you can plan and pace yourself. So this is really good if you're only there for like one day. Uh, I might have two nights in Epcot or two days in Epcot when we're going. So I'll get to try different things in different days. But yeah, this is really useful if uh, you're just going there for a day. Uh, the friend of the show, CJ, who goes by on Instagram, Weekly Mouse. Uh, she's, all she says was the Brazilian cheese ball. So I don't know. Yes. Yes. Is that a thing? Sorry. Okay. Yes. What what is that? Talk oh my to god. Me. <laughs> we'll talk about it when we get to Brazil. Okay, okay yeah, sorry, I'm getting I'm jumping. Uh, <gasps> yes. I heard yes. cheese and like I don't know, I'm envisioning deep fry. Okay, I'm gonna stop it. <laughs> yeah. It's literally just like cheesy bread. There's nothing crazy about it, but I really wanna eat like ten of them every time I'm there. It's my favorite thing. Is it? That's so funny. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and it's actually pretty cheap too, if I remember. It's one of the cheaper items on the menu. I feel like, like everywhere. I feel like that has now jump, uh, jumped to the top spot for me. Dude, <laughs> yes. Um, then we got a tip. I don't share my team. <laughs> it's one thing. <laughs> <laughs> so we got another one from TinkerJ787. She says, eat before you drink. And then she has an emoji, one with a smiley face, or the emoji that makes you sick and like you're going to puke. So... <laughs> Uh, yes, make sure you are drinking, or make sure you have a <laughs> <Yes>. full. <laughs> well, yes, make sure you're drinking, but make sure you have a full stomach when you're drinking. Yes. Uh, and then the last one to come in is from friend of the show Lauren. Um, she says, if you're on the dining plan, save your snacks and use them to try food and wine dishes. Yum. Yes. Uh, so yeah, that is a that is a big tip, which uh, kind of brings us to the next portion, um, to uh, ways of payment. Actually, before we get to ways of payment, do you guys have any other tips that uh, you can think of right now? Um, but I'm sure, like as we talk about the, the all the food and stuff, we're gonna come up with more tips as 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 we go along. Um, the only thing, and I think I mentioned this when we did our flower and garden preview months and months ago. Um, but there is an app that I discovered a while back. It's not sponsored by Disney, but I have yet to notice that there's any actual discrepancies. Um, and it's just called the WDW Food and Wine app. Um, and you, it's actually good for all festivals, right? Again, not sponsored by Disney. I've never had any issues with it, but you can actually create a wish list on an app. Like, so it's just on your phone. Um, prior to your going, you can kind of check Mark off if you're interested in it. You can see what other people are saying about it. Um, and then it actually gives you a map as to where the items are in the park. So if you have no idea where the heck the Brazil booth is to get your cheese bread, it'll actually show you on the app. Um, and then you can actually even rate it and then stamp it off when you've tried it. So WDW Food and Wine app. I always talk about it. I can't say I'm too good at actually using that when I'm there because I'm just too excited and want to try everything. Um, but it is helpful to make that list ahead of time if you're not someone to um, like use your actual pen and paper and check off a list. I completely forgot that you had mentioned that. Uh, I that, keep forgetting about it too. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to download that because, yeah, uh, that was, I remember you did mention that on the Flower and Garden. So, yeah, good, good tip there. Uh, Alessa, any 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 tips you want to share? Um, not that I know of. Katie, you might be able to answer to this tip that I, I've seen, but mm -hmm. I've never tried myself since I feel like you're an expert on the festival. <laughs> um, Thank you. People say, well, like bring a tray, I guess, maybe to like carry all the food around. Is that oh. necessary, or like would 
Um, I, I haven't done it before, but is it like, would you recommend that? Wait, are you saying bring, like, you bring your own tray? Yeah, I've seen people say that literally they bring their own tray. Like, they purchase a small tray and they bring that with so, them in the park. That's madness. I, I, I've I, never I, seen I anyone bring their own. Oh, <laughs> oh are, there, are there trays, like, at the booths then? No. Like, yeah, that you so, can use? well... Not at the booths, but you can buy festival-specific trays, right? Um, so I don't remember. For so, for example, for the one for the Festival of the Arts that's in the beginning of the year, their tray kind of looks like an artist palette kind of thing, right? So you can hold on to it. There's a little place for your drink, and then and you can maybe fit like an item or two on your tray. So they're not very big, um, but yeah, I do see people with trays. Whether or not that's necessary, I don't know if you're planning. So I guess, yeah, if you only have a limited amount of time and you're planning on eating and walking, um, might be helpful if you're, you know, planning on getting three or four items per booth. Um, I have never needed one, and I kind of laugh at people who do. No offense. Mm -hmm. um, no, I, don't, I don't think I would do it. I just, I read it a few times, and I was like, is this necessary? Yeah, they, I mean, yeah, they like sell them. So wow. maybe, okay. I don't know that you needed it. Unless, yeah, unless you're planning on really trying a whole bunch of stuff, or if you just want to be that cool person with the tray of food, which, <laughs> like, no I'm judgment gonna, here. I'm going to bring in my roller skates and start putting, like, the tray up with all my food and just rollerblading <laughs> around. Yes! World I like this plan. Okay. <laughs> I like this plan a lot. Um, but, yeah, no, so I, I've seen I've seen it. It's definitely a thing. Um, whether or not you're bringing in your own or just using ones from the festival, I don't know, but... Yeah, that's an option. Uh, not an option I'll be doing. That's I'm not no. going to carry <laughs> yeah, my tray around. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Interesting. <laughs> that's new. That's new to me. I haven't heard of that. Okay. Yep. All right. So, all right. Let's get to. There's there's several different ways of payment at for the food festival, uh, and so you might not know about some of them, but I mean they're all pretty much self-explanatory. Of course, you can use cash or credit card. Uh, then you have your magic band if you have your credit card hooked up to it, uh, as well as the dining plan. Not every item can be used on the dining plan, but I also found out recently that it does, there is like a, a DPP or a DDP yep. sticker uh, <laughs> next to it. Um, got my acronym wrong. Um, so there's like a purple sticker next to the item so that it uh, lets you know if that is on the dining plan. Uh, and then Alessa, you say you always bring in a gift card, correct? Is, is that what you said? Oh yeah. I'm like, I, I'll buy as many Disney gift cards as I can, like even for the whole trip, but specifically at Epcot for like the past two years, it's mm -hmm. been gift cards every time I go. I yeah. do the same thing, honestly. Yeah. So much easier. Yeah. I feel like I need to do something like that to really budget myself this year. Um, cause otherwise we'll just go nuts, go nuts. Um, so yeah, they have that, and then you could also get a, a festival-specific gift card, uh, which is like a wristlet that you can put on, so that's good for like kids, uh, if you want to like help your kids budget. Uh, the wristlet can have money loaded onto them, there needs to be at least $15 onto that. Um, uh, and then, so this last one, this happened the past couple years, but I couldn't, I couldn't see if there's any information of it happening again this year. But there, last year there was a tasting sampler um, that you can do uh, one package that includes uh, eight food and beverage vouchers for $60 plus tax per guest. Uh, has anyone heard about it? Have either, either of you heard about it happening for this, for this year? 
or in the past? Yeah, I think it's sixty-five dollars now. But I, I think um, I don't know if I was reading like an old one, but since it said sixty-five, maybe that is a newer one. It, if, it, if, the price if it says enough. if it says sixty-five, yeah, probably because this the sixty dollars was the price from last year. Mm-hmm. I had not so, heard of this actually. Okay, that would make that would make sense. I mean, they I have seen Disney doing this a lot with their other festivals uh, and stuff, but I've, this is the first I've heard for food and wine. Um, so, but apparently, this did happen last year, and I just didn't know about it at all. So, uh, so yeah, I'm gonna have to look more into that because I honestly couldn't find any solid information uh, on that. But uh, maybe Alyssa has something with the sixty-five dollars. So I'll I'll see if I can find anything else on it. Um, okay, now. Finally, to the fun stuff. Uh, so how how I laid this out is I looked at a, uh, a festival map. Uh, the DisneyFoodBlog.com had a really good festival map that they had created. So what I kind of did was I started uh, as you like enter Epcot and you go through uh, the festival, first, uh, festival center uh, through in Future World East. Um, and so that's where we kind of start with the booth. So we start in Future World East. We move our way to the west side, like near Soren and all that area, the land pavilion. Uh, and that's where a ton of booths are. Uh, we'll go through those booths and then we'll make our way through the World Showcase starting at Mexico and wrap our way, uh, wrap ourselves around all the way around uh, through Canada. So. That's kind of the order of how we're going to attack uh, these booths. So are you guys ready to finally dive into all the foods? Yes. Let's eat. <laughs> okay. Or pretend to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretend Wish to. We were. <laughs> all right. So again, we're not going to read every single item. Um, but so the first thing is in Future World East, there's only one booth. Uh, and that's this is actually a brand new one that was just announced like two, three days ago or a few days ago, um, or I think it was last week. Uh, but this is the donut box and this is appearing near cool wash. And I think it's also near taste track in that area. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was announced last week, but Katie, you and I are both excited over something. And what are, what are we excited about? Yeah. So go figure. The first thing I choose is a cocktail. Um, <laughs> but so it is the black and white coffee cocktail garnished with a fresh yeast donut with chocolate espresso bean crumbles. Oh my goodness. This sounds perfect. Yeah. So it's there's booze and coffee. Sign me up. And donuts, please. <laughs> yeah. So the, the picture that came out for this just looked ridiculous. This donut is like literally wrapped around the cup. Like <laughs> it's wrapped around the glass and it's, it's monstrous. It's huge. And I want it. I need it. Yeah, so there's a lot of other cool things there, like sweet corn fritter with Fresno and red pepper jelly. That actually sounded pretty good. Uh, but yeah, there's a bunch of other stuff there. That is the donut box that is coming to Future World East. Uh, and that is the only booth over there. So, uh, Alessa, for this next booth, uh, you have a couple things marked down here. One of them I am also excited for. So as we head into Future World West, uh, we're going to our first booth over there. Uh, Alessa, what do we got? Okay, so there is a loaded macaroni and cheese with, I don't know how I'm going to, Nueskis? Does anyone know how to say that properly? No. It's a pepper bacon. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, With cheddar and leeks. So I get really pumped when anything's mac and cheese. I actually don't eat bacon, so part of me is like maybe I can 
avoid that part, but I think I'll still somehow get it. But <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I want I want that as well. Uh, I I had this marked down last year, and this is something I really want to get. So yeah, I have to try. And get um, there is a spice crusted verlasso salmon with Uncle Ben's quinoa and ancient grains medley. Crushed avocado and sherry vinegar. I chose that one. I love uh, I love salmon, so anything with salmon, I probably put my name next to on on this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. Katie, I see Katie, that you I have something. You have what do you got? Uh, yeah. So I didn't. I wasn't too into any of the foods there, um, but there was uh, a drink I wanted to try. This I may skip this. I'm not sure, but I've been super into hard seltzer water lately um so this is from the mia beer company hrd wtr key lime hard sparkling water um so i i mean white claw is my favorite thing of the summer lately um so trying a different kind of sparkling water might be fun um see what it tastes like key lime is always good um but yeah that's kind of the only thing that popped out of my uh that i might interest to be Cool. Sounds good. Yeah, that actually sounds a little refreshing. I might, uh, I wouldn't mind trying that. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the Active Eats booth. Um, I'm not sure if we mentioned that at the top, but that is the Active Eats booths, a booth. Uh, and then this next one is the Earth Eats. I can't, wow, I cannot speak tonight. <laughs> the Earth Eats booth. Um, and so all three of us, the, the top item here. <laughs> Uh, we want to try. So this is the Impossible Burger Slider with wasabi cream and spicy Asian slaw on a sesame seed bun. Uh, I've never had an Impossible Burger, and I figured why not have the first one in uh, in Disney. And if you don't know what an Impossible Burger is, uh, it's pretty much like a meatless. It's it's a vegetarian option. It's a meatless burger, but. Uh, it's supposed to taste like one. Have you guys had an Impossible Burger before? No, I want oh, to try yeah. it. exactly the same like you. I want to try it. Um, I'm what you would call a pescatarian, so I eat fish, but um, I don't eat any other meat. Um, so I, anything like I've tried the Impossible Burgers before, uh, so I'm really I'm excited for this because I think the toppings are really cool. Um, the next one we'll discuss after is the one I'm more excited for because I think it's a little bit different than the norm. But I think for people who like, I feel like all of like the different like veggie meats are starting to become more popular, and I think they're starting to taste better than they used to. And I think for people who haven't tried it before, it'll be uh, a cool opportunity too. And I think the sliders are going to be not too big, so so if you don't like it, I mean, it's, it's small. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm excited. I definitely want to try it. Um, but yeah, what's what's this next one that you're excited about? So it says impossible cottage pie. It's impossible ground meat with carrots, mushrooms, and peas topped with mashed cauliflowers, white beans, and mozzarella. Um, I love any kind of like pie sorts of things, but a lot of the times well, um, it'll usually have meat in it, so I don't get to try it too often. And I haven't ever had like a veggie ground meat before, so... This will be totally new for me, and I like it's topped with cheese, so I'm I'm into it. Um, but I'm really excited to try this just because I think it's it's a different kind of veggie option with like some sort of a soy protein in there that uh that I just haven't seen before in like other restaurants. So it'll be something different. Nice, sounds good. Yeah, that actually sounds really good. I'll probably skip it on this one, but uh, it does no. sound awesome. 
Not for me. Uh, cider I could do, but everything else, ugh. I will let you guys eat all of that. <laughs> Uh, and also, if anyone likes kombucha, I, I cannot get into kombucha. It's just not for me. It's a very healthy drink. Uh, I don't know how to explain it. Um, but there is a flight available. So they have three different kombuchas and you can get a flight. So you check that out. Um, so Alyssa, this, this next uh, booth uh, sounds pretty much up your alley. And you wrote a nice comment there, which is hilarious. Uh, so what's, what's the booth? What is this one we got? Okay, so this is Coastal Eats, um, and this first one, me and Katie both seem to want to give it a shot. Uh, mm-hmm. It's lump crab cake with Napa cabbage slaw and avocado le- uh, lemongrass cream. So, I don't know, that sounds really good to me. Yeah, <laughs> I love crab cakes. They're one of my favorite things, so definitely want to try this one a lot. Yeah, that looks good. Uh, there's some more in there but like we said we're not saying everything but the next thing that both Matt and I said which is um, I'll, I'll say what it is first then I'll say my comment uh, <laughs> uh, Pacifico True Striped Bass Tostada with Slaw and Fire Roasted Tomatillo, tomatillo Sauce <laughs> um, I in brackets and caps I just wrote I saw a pic and wow it looks good <laughs> <laughs> I, saw, I did I saw a picture and it looked really like it I it wasn't on I didn't put it on like my name on there the first time but today I saw a picture and I added my name because it looks so good it looked and I don't know if the if tomatillo sauce is usually green it looked almost like it was like a guacamole spread on top of there but um that just might be me and my I don't know what that sauce is but uh it looks good. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, I'm looking at it. It does look really good. Yeah, oh, that looks awesome. Looks so now I definitely <laughs> need to try it. You know, and I'm reading back through this other, the one last thing that we didn't mention. And now I think I want to try this too. <laughs> but there's a baked shrimp and scallop scampi dip with a sourdough baguette. So oh man, that does sound really good. Shrimp and scallop, uh, and if it's a dip with sourdough, please. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> feel like we're just gonna try everything at this yeah place. coastal <laughs> coastal eats sounds like a pretty good one you know uh, coastal eats i i remember it always every year for whatever it has you know depending on which festival it's always a good one yeah that's, that's I feel pretty like they cool. always come through yeah i'm definitely gonna be trying that one out uh okay cool so the next one we got looks like all of us are pretty excited about it we all have something in there this is the chocolate studio uh, so Katie and I are both, you know, Katie, I'll let you run through this. What are, what are, we, ex- <laughs> what are we excited about? Because this is like, honestly, this is like top priority for me. Like I. Yeah, this is up there. Yeah. I was excited about this last year. And when I saw they had it again, I was just as excited. So they have the Twinnings pumpkin spice chai tea frozen cocktail with caramel vodka. And if that doesn't sound like fall in a glass. I don't even know what I does. want it so bad. I need it. I need it. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds really good. Um, Alessa, you're excited about something. Yeah. Well, first of all, now that I like, I fully have taken that drink that you guys just said, <laughs> I also want it. I don't know. I feel like I didn't read Frozen before. And now I'm like, ooh, yes. I Refreshing. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I, I saw that it had a liquid nitro chocolate almond truffle um, with warm whiskey caramel. I don't know. It sounds like it could be cool. Maybe like chocolate in a glass. And I like caramel things. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited for that. But now I, I'm going to be real. I'm I'm on your side with this. 
chips, pumpkin spice, blah, blah, yum. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they also so. have a non-alcoholic version of it too, I just noticed. Um, so it's still the Twinnings pumpkin spice chai tea, um, but it's just a, the chocolate shake version. So non-alcoholic if you are so inclined, uh, but still want to try something super different and fun with pumpkin spice chai tea. Yeah, no, really excited about that one. Uh, okay. Oh wow. So this is uh, this is up both of your alleys. Um, <laughs> so Katie, why don't you run through this one? So this is the Cheese Studio, hosted by Borson Cheese. Borson is what they're calling it. I find that funny. Again, um, I will. I'm gonna say this right now because it'll be very apparent as we go on. I am definitely someone that will buy things based on its name, like 100. <laughs> percent I, I noticed that as I was going through this list earlier. I was like, wow. I don't really care for it, but it has a fun name, so I'm going to try it. Um, but I think that this name just kind of makes me laugh as well. Um, so, Matt, you and I were both into the maple bourbon cheesecake with maple bourbon cream, caramel, and peach uh, pecan crunch. Um, love me some cheesecake. So, regardless, this is going to be on my list. Um, maple bourbon also can't go wrong. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for that. I remember this was on my list again last year, uh, and I didn't go to Food One last year. So yeah, this is at the top. I really want to try this out. Yeah, and there's also a Florida Orange Groves Winery Sparkling Blueberry Wine, and that just sounded kind of different. Not sure I'll get that, um, but a sparkling blueberry wine just kind of kind of threw me for a loop. So I put my name next to it. Um, Alyssa, what good. were yeah, what were you stoked for at this one? Um, uh, okay, so there's a black pepper borzin souffle with fig marmalade, and um, I have been known to, like, I could eat a whole, like, borzin <laughs> little, like, cheese roll thing <laughs> in one sitting. The moment that I discovered that cheese, I cleared it, so I don't know, I need, I'm thinking, like, souffle, and I love any kind of, like, jam on top of cheese, so, um, like, a fig marmalade, sure, I'll, I'll do it. Um, I think this is one... I will definitely get. I'm I'm very excited. <laughs> yeah, that actually does sound really good. Now that uh, I it, that always happens, like someone will read out. Like I remember that happening last year in the food and wine festival. Like <laughs> one of us will be excited about something, we'll read it out, and it's like, oh man, that sounds that's really good. So uh, okay, Katie. Well, this this next one, is, <laughs> this one's all, yeah, it's all for for all for you, Katie. What? <laughs> so this is from flavors from fire. Um, I didn't choose everything, but I didn't choose most. I chose most of the things. Um, so they have a steakhouse blended burger. So it's blended beef and mushroom slider with brie cheese fondue, arugula, and a truffle and blue cheese potato chip on a brioche bun. Um, literally every single word in there is right down my alley. <laughs> uh, so definitely want to try this. There's also a charred chimichurri skirt steak on a smoked corn cake with pickled vegetable slaw and cilantro uh, uh, cilantro aioli. It sounded a little bit different. Um, so kind of what we said at the beginning, trying new things maybe. Um, sounded kind of fun, different. I don't know what you guys think. None, none of you guys put your name on any of those things, so I'm guessing <laughs> you weren't into it. But um, And then there was one drink that, again, I put my name next to because it sounds funny, uh, but they call it the Swine Brine, uh, <laughs> and it's featuring Jim Beam bourbon. So... 
I, I want to try it just because it's uh, swine brine. Um, it not a big has brine. a really good name, though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's so good. I can be persuaded through marketing. I really can. <laughs> um, but not, I'm not so much of a bourbon fan, but Nick is. So I'm sure I could convince him to get this uh, pretty easily. Uh, and I could try it out and be like, look, it's swine brine. <laughs> <laughs> God. Okay. But yeah, so that was from Flavors from Fire. Yeah, those actually really do sound good. I don't think I've read them through enough. So, yeah, I might have to add my name to it later on. All right, so this next one is the Sunshine Seasons uh, in the, the Land Pavilion. So there's only one item there, which is just a vanilla gelato sundae, but no one's really excited for that. It sounds pretty standard. Yeah. So, yeah. if you uh, want a classic ice cream sundae, there you go. <laughs> uh, okay, Alessa, what do we got? Um, so there is also the chocolate experience in the Land Pavilion. I love Giardelli chocolate, so I'm excited for this one. This seems it's a non-alcoholic drink, so if you want to give your kids a sugar rush, you can give them a <laughs> Giardelli drinking chocolate. Like I think I'm just going to be drinking chocolate, so I'll do it. If it's a smaller portion, then I'm heard down. About this. Because um, I was super into it. I think, I don't know if this was during Flower and Garden or if, this, if I'm remembering from Food and Wine last year, but I didn't try it myself, but someone else did try it. And it was just incredibly rich and incredibly thick. Now, if that's up your alley, it's for you. Um, but for me, I can't really do super, super rich chocolate. Um, so I will skip it, but. I mean, it's literally liquid chocolate, like liquid chocolate. That's it. Yeah. So it's, maybe um, with like three people, it would be okay. Yeah. Do you like to yeah, bomb myself? No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I'm looking, I'm looking at photos and it looks like a, like a little espresso cup that they're just mm-hmm. pouring from like a faucet. No, well, like a cool faucet or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> cool like an express, <laughs> like an espresso machine type thing. But anyways, gotcha. yeah, they're like pouring into this fancy cup and it looks amazing, but. Yeah, it looks really rich. Just looking at the photo of it. I'll give you the scoop after I try it. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, please do. So, all right. So this next one is the Wine and Dine Studio, and looks like this is both of uh, up both of your alleys. So, what do we got? <laughs> yes. So, uh, Wine and Dine Studio. Uh, yeah, Alyssa and I, we kind of we kind of have a couple different ideas but mostly the same. So um, first of all, I noticed seared scallops, truffled celery root puree, Brussels sprouts, and wild mushrooms. Uh, love scallops, so definitely on my list. Um, but there's also, I think I'm more excited about this, but there's a butternut squash ravioli with brown butter, vinaigrettes, Parmesan cheese, and pumpkin seeds. And now, Alessa, you and I both want this super bad. Heck yeah. <laughs> this is, I don't, is this the returning one? I feel like I've heard people talk about I, butternut yeah. squash ravioli at the festival before. And if it's, I don't know, I've heard good things if, unless I'm dreaming them, but I love butternut squash ravioli and yes. this sounds so good. <laughs> yeah for sure need to try this one. I think if I had to choose one or the other, I would do this one um, just because pumpkin seeds, butternut squash, yeah, I'm all here for it. Um, But there's also, for me and you, a trio of artisan cheese. So you'll get a gorgonzola with cow and sheep's milk, uh, artigiano aged balsamic, and you know, I can't pronounce anything, so I'm not sure. Uh, I feel like you have to go really Italian, like artigiano. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yes, what she said, um, and then an Italico cheese. So that you can get just the artisan cheese trio, 
but you can also do the artist palette of wine and trees and so you get your uh, trio of the artisan cheeses paired with a chardonnay a pinot noir rosé and a petite syrah um so if i'm gonna do a cheese board better have wine with it so i put my name next to that one uh, but i know Alyssa, you're down for this cheese board yeah, I think I would actually do the pairing, and I think if like this is a good idea for both of us if we don't do the um, the cheese seminar, yes. this is like I feel like a happy medium. At least we will still get our wine and cheese fix of the day. For so sure. I just thought about that could be like a compromise if I don't get to it. But yeah, I'm very excited. Cheese, yum. I like it. <laughs> cheese, cheese. <laughs> Uh, and Alessa, you have to do everything in an Italian accent now. If that's oh uh, god, to <laughs> make you guys do the pronouncing. <laughs> I am not good at that kind of stuff, so uh, <laughs> just yell at me when I butcher every single name. <laughs> Will do. Will do. Uh, all right, so that is it for a future world, and now we're we're starting to creep into the world showcase uh, pavilion. So. Uh, as we're starting to make our left going towards Mexico from Future World, uh, we're going to get hit with a few booths before we enter Mexico. Uh, so for the, pretty much all of us, I think we love every single item. Oh, except for one <laughs> thing. Um, so for this first booth, we have the Islands of the Caribbean. Uh, so first I'll talk about the, the things that I'm excited for. Uh, so I'm very excited for the jerk spice, jerk spice chicken with roasted sweet plantain salad and mango chutney yogurt. Uh, all of that sounds phenomenal. I've really just fell in love with like plantains in the past uh, couple years. So I really want to see what this salad is like. Um, so that sounds amazing. Uh, and then the other thing uh, I, I really want to try is the Caribbean white sangria. I just felt like that would be like a nice refreshing drink uh, to have on like a hot like Florida day. So I really want that. But the both of you actually really want the sangria as well. Yes. I love sangria, especially when it's white sangria. Not so big into the red sangria. So white sangria down my alley. But there's also a frozen mojito that I'm here for as well. Um, just sounds super refreshing. <laughs> yeah, I was down for also for the frozen mojito, but um, I've never had a mojito. <laughs> I just thought like, I'll try it frozen. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I just, it, for some reason, got me excited. But yeah. <laughs> cool. Uh, and then both of you each want a, a, a food thing here. Food thing. Wow. Listen to me talk. I know words. <laughs> uh, a food item is what I meant to say. So what are you guys uh, looking for, uh, towards? Um, so I there's an empanada that I rent, the Ropa Vija. Who knows? Empanada. Vie with, it's uh, Vieja. Ropa Vieja. Vieja. Yeah. Oh. Again, pronunciation. Uh, vieja. <laughs> empanada with tomato aioli. Uh, I just love empanadas, so I just checked this one off. For Ropa sure. Vieja is a very good uh, dish. It's it's excellent. Yeah, it's kind of just like a, it's kind of like meat and like a red sauce. I, nice. I mean, it's more than a red sauce, but it's it's really good. I nice. was gonna ask if that was a meat dish. Um, just it is. Know yeah. Was, but, um, yeah. I am excited for the quesito. It's a puff pastry with sweetened cream cheese and guava sauce. Um, I like once again, it has cheese in it. Puff pastry sauce, mmm. <laughs> but that, yeah, that, it just sounds good. Um, I've never had a guava sauce before, so could be good. Uh, you excited to try it? Perfect. Yeah. So that is the islands of the Caribbean, and yeah, we are all very excited for pretty much everything at that booth. 
Um, so, uh, Alyssa, both you and I are really excited about this next one, and I think uh, you're most excited for it. So, uh, <laughs> Alyssa, why don't you run through it? So there is going to be an Alps booth, uh, and there is. I think this is a debut item from what I've read, but correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, uh, I was going to say, I think the Alps is new, isn't it? Yeah, I think I think it, I from what I read, it, it sounded like it. Um, and it definitely this dish is new. It's a warm raclette Swiss cheese with baby potatoes. Ooh, cor 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 <laughs> Not sure if I said that right. <laughs> yeah, I, I have no idea what that is. <laughs> So, um, but we both said we want it, <laughs> um, but it's uh, warm. I haven't had raclette before, but I know it's just like heated cheese. And apparently you're going to be able to like watch that cheese bubble and turn golden brown oh, as nice. it's like put to order on your bread. So it's cheese and carbs and uh, potatoes and another item that we do not know, but <laughs> <laughs> Very excited for it. I've, well, so I've, do you do you know do you know how traditional raclette works? Um, I someone I know one person who really likes raclette, but the way that they do it, I think it's like that they have it on. I don't know if it's like on some sort of a they, like as a raclette machine, and they scoop it and put it onto. They do it onto like any kinds of. Well, food, yeah. But so pretty much it's like <laughs> yeah. So pretty much it's like a, a huge wheel of cheese and. Uh, it's kind of the whole side that's like cut. It kind of gets it gets heated. Uh, so as it's heated, it's melting. So then once it's melting, you take like a, a, a knife and you kind of slice it down. So all the cheese that has been melting for the past few minutes, uh, it just gets ooey gooey on top of everything. And it's it's amazing. It's so good. And this is yeah, that's kind of why I'm really excited. So I'm hoping you get to see that process like happen uh, for this. Um, Me too. Now that you yeah. just explained that. That yeah, so it's good. it's really yeah, it's really cool. Uh, yeah, but I am also very excited for this one. And yeah, I'm pretty sure this is a new booth uh, this year. Uh, cool. So Katie, uh, what else What else we got going on? All right. Next, you are headed to Thailand. So I did pick two of the items here. I love Thai food. Uh, so no shock that I am interested in both of these. But there's a marinated chicken with peanut sauce and stir fried vegetables. Anything in a peanut sauce. I love, so definitely want to check this out. But so there's also a shrimp and cold noodle salad that just sounded different. Like cold noodle salad sounded so, you know, out of what I would typically get. It's so. really, it's really good. Like cold, Is it? Noodle, yeah, like cold noodle salad. Yeah, it's it's really it's good. Okay. Yeah, I'm a big well, I'm a big I fan. I guess I've been missing it. Um, <laughs> so yeah, now I have to try both of these items. So that's Thailand's uh, kind of a smaller menu over at Thailand. Yeah, yeah, not too big. Um, all right, so now we are heading into Mexico. Uh, and now one of the top things that I need to try is here is at the Mexico booth, which is the tostada de carne. Uh, and this is braised beef on a corn tostada with mole, uh, oxoquino. God, I definitely butchered that one. And <laughs> chichurian dust. Uh, I just mostly, I love tostadas and yeah, I just want the beef on top of that. Uh, so yeah, very excited for that item. Uh, but Alyssa and Katie, you guys are excited for a bunch of things here. So, uh, yeah, go ahead, go for it. Yeah. So the other, uh, taco option that they have is a taco de puerco, uh, shredded pork belly on a corn tortilla and salsa verde. Uh, love pork belly. 
So if I'm going to get a taco, it's going to be the one with the pork belly on it because that sounds to die for. Kind of, I mean, it sounds pretty basic, um, but you can't really go wrong. And Mexico is another one of the booths that I always hear rave reviews about. Yeah, no, I've heard really good things. Yeah, excited. Um, other than that, uh, Lessa and I, we were just kind of into the drinks. Go figure. Yep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not shocked. I was actually, I put my name next to this because I was, I was confused almost by it, but there's a cerveza por favor, um, and it's a Mexican craft beer, but it's served with a liqueur floater. Uh, so beer and liqueur. I haven't really heard of that before. Is that, am I, have I been missing out on something? Is that a normal thing? Um, I've tried one before, but I don't, I don't know if it was like a Mexican drink, so maybe this is different than what I've seen. Hmm. Uh, isn't it, isn't it like, uh, they put it in like a cocktail mixed with like alcohol and like a beer is put in upside down? That's what I've tried before, so I, yeah. I don't know. Is that not that's it? what it is. That's not a floater. A floater is usually yeah. like a shot they pour in on top of whatever. Oh. Maybe. I, I don't know. So I I'm going to no check idea. it out because it kind of it sounds different and weird. And I'm here. I, I'm ready to try some weird stuff. So, um, Lessa, what were the other two drinks that we wanted? Um, so there is a smoky margarita. There's a regular margarita as well, but both of us want the smoky one. Um, oh, gosh. The, <laughs> the ingredients. It's a mezcal. Is that say illegal Le- or le- legal? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Pineapple, ginger juice, agave nectar, 100% agave tequila, and ancho reyes liqueur uh, served on the rocks with a spicy salt rim. Um, yeah, I love margaritas, so anytime I could get a twist on a margarita, I'll usually give it a shot. Same. Yeah. And uh, I also said the Mexican sangria. I'm like you, Katie. I prefer a white sangria. But um, I, this one I thought maybe sounded cool. It is, it, it is a red wine, but it says um, black currant liqueur, uh, citrus juices, strawberry puree, and a hint of rum. So I don't know. It sounds like it could be good. Lots of fruits in there. So Yeah, kind of like yeah. a different twist on sangria. Yeah. With a hint of rum and black currant liqueur. Hmm. Uh, cool. Yeah, so that is Mexico. So that sounds good. Um all right, so we're about like an hour 20 into the show, so we're going to have to kind of speed things <laughs> up. Um, all right, so uh, China. Uh, I'm just, yeah, we're heading into China now. We're at the China uh, booth. Uh, I'm excited for the spare ribs. There's not much of a description there, but uh, I am excited for that. But uh, you guys are excited for a few things. Yeah, this is kind of the definition of if it has a cool name, I'll get it. <laughs> um, but the food item I was into is there's it's just the chicken chicken dumplings with Chinese slaw. I just really like dumplings, so might check this out. It is kid approved, so you know it's gonna be good. Um, but mostly the drinks here is what caught my eye. So there's a mango bubble tea, which I love, love, love bubble tea. So might check out the mango bubble tea with Assam black tea and milk, non-alcoholic. Um, but they have some fun cocktail names as why as well. Um, so I was really into the Baijiu Punch, uh, and it's a Chinese Baijiu spirit, lychee, coconut, and pineapple juice. Um, and then there is a Year of the Piggy, uh, which is light rum, triple sec, lychee syrup, uh, lime juice, and Sprite. And Alyssa, you liked that one too. Yeah, that one sounds good. I'm with you on the names. The last <laughs> one I chose was Kung Fu Punch, 
Um, it's it's vodka, triple sec, mango syrup, and orange juice. So nothing complicated. I think it was the name that I was like, yeah, yeah that sounds good, and the ingredients <laughs> don't sound bad either. <laughs> That's exactly how I chose all of it. Yeah. <laughs> Cool, sounds good. So that is the China booth, and now we are heading to the India booth. Um, and this for, first one, yeah, we're all excited for, uh, which is the warm Indian bread with pickled garlic, mango salsa, and coriander pester dips. Uh, so I, I guess I, I must. I mean, I'm not sure if the warm Indian bread is similar to naan because they have another item that has warm naan bread. Uh, so I'm just not entirely sure what the difference is between the two, but either way, I'm, I'm still really excited for that one. Uh, and then Katie and Lissa, you both excited for that as well as a, as uh, well as a few other items. Yeah. So then the other food item I was into is a korma chicken and cucumber tomato salad, almonds, cashews, and warm naan bread. I love naan. Um, so that kind of got me there, but it also just sounds kind of like a different Indian dish. I love Indian food. So this kind of sounds like something I wouldn't typically order. Um, so we'll try that out. Uh, Lisa, you actually picked the last food item. Yeah. Um, it is a Madras red curry with roasted cauliflower, baby carrots, chickpeas, and uncle Ben's basmati rice. Um, I like Indian food and anything that's like very like full of flavor and spice. So this one just looks good to me. For sure. Um, there were two drinks that I put down here. They're actually the same drink. One's alcoholic, one's non. Um, it's mango lassi, which I just really, really like mango lassi. It's like a mango shake smoothie kind of thing. Um, I really don't know how to explain it, but it's really, really tasty and refreshing. Um, and there's the alcoholic wor- version of it, which is a mango lassi with sormrus Indian cream liqueur. Um, not sure how I've never had it with. Uh, like as an alcoholic version so while i'm here i might check that out cool sounds good uh and katie why don't you bring us on to the next booth yes so moving on we're going to africa um so two things here that's kind of stood out there's a kenyan coffee barbecue beef tenderloin with sweet potato and corn melee pop and Kachimbari <laughs> slot. <laughs> I feel like I'm going back to like hooked on phonics or something. Um, but yeah, so coffee, barbecue, beef, tenderloin, um, and then with a sweet potato, totally down my alley. And then there's a piri piri skewered shrimp with a citrus scented couscous. Um, that just kind of sounds lighter, um, and a little bit more refreshing uh, over that beef tenderloin. So couple of really cool stuff here um, over in Africa, and that's another booth I remember hearing good things about. Um, so check those out. Yep. Uh, I'm actually going to add one more because I just looked at the list. So some of my favorite wines are Shiraz, and I see that they have a Shiraz from Africa, from the Western Cape, uh, Jam Jar Sweet Shiraz. So I think I'm going to have nice. to try that out. So, uh, Okay. Uh, so now we are moving into the Germany Pavilion, and the first up, uh, first booth we have is the Refreshment Outpost. So there is a drink there that I'm excited for called the Savannah Smoothie, which has coconut milk, agave, and Amarula cream liqueur. So yeah, I want that. That sounds really good. Uh, and then Katie, what do you want? There's a No Worries Panna Cotta, which is raspberry, papaya, and mango panna cotta with a cookie crumble base topped with a Lion King white chocolate. I was sold just because it has the Lion King, like, Lion King white <laughs> chocolate on it. 
Um, <laughs> so might not actually get it, but definitely would like to see what it looks like and see what the Lion King white chocolate looks like. Cool. Sounds good. So that is the refreshment outpost. Uh, the next one we have is the Brewers Collection. Uh, so that pretty much just has uh, three different beers and a beer flight is uh, available. So you can get that there. And then we are moving into the Germany booth. And uh, Alyssa, what, uh, what do we got there? Okay, I can't. I can't say this first name. Schneiken. Don't even try. Just say, yeah. just say what it is. <laughs> um, I don't, I'm not sure if I'll be able to eat this one. Maybe I could pick around it or share with it. But it's a pasta. It's a pasta gratin with ham, onions, and cheese. That just sounded good. And yep, that's why I said that one. And I just, <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, and uh, there is um, just a drink that I will. It, there's a Riesling flight available. Uh, I love Riesling wines, and there's a whole bunch of them listed that they have. So if I could get like a, a variety of them, that would be fantastic. I'm totally the same way. Anything that has like a beer flight or a wine flight or any flights available, I always want to try the flights out because I'd rather get a couple different options than just one. Same. So, um, they also have an apple strudel, apple strudel with vanilla sauce. Nothing fancy, but I remember getting that when I was a cast member, and it is just—it was heavenly when I had it. So, uh, if you're ready for something sweet, apple strudel uh, with vanilla sauce—you can't go wrong. All right, it sounds good. And then the last one is called Summerfest. That's the booth name, and there is a peach tart there, and that was the only thing that was available. <laughs> Uh, okay, so the next one, we are moving over to the Italy, Italy Pavilion. Uh, so Alyssa, if you're not speaking with an Italian accent, I'll be a little upset. <laughs> um, so yeah, the two of you, I don't, there's usually nothing in the, uh, in the Italy booth that usually excites me, even with the flower and garden. Uh, but you guys are excited for it. So what do we got? Let's have mm -hmm. let you take this one. It's all okay. you. Okay, let's go. Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna go too Italian on the accent here, but <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> but uh, the thing that I'm interested in for food is a traditional Sicilian cannoli. Uh, it's a crisp pastry filled with sweet ricotta. We'll go Italian on that one. <laughs> Chocolate and candied orange. Uh, I lo I love cannolis, so I like, and I feel like being uh, I'm obviously I'm half Italian, but. Uh, I have so much Italian food in my life. I feel like I need to try something <laughs> at the in <laughs> Italy section. So um, that sounds good to me. And then both Katie and I are going to continue on our margarita streak. Mm -hmm. uh, but this is an interesting margarita. It says it's an Italian margarita with limoncello and tequila. I've never had limoncello in a margarita. So Same. what about you, Katie? <laughs> no, I haven't had it in a margarita before. So definitely need to try this one out and matt i'm with you the italy booth is usually miss for me the only food option i would maybe potentially get there's a balsamic glazed oven roasted pork ribs um i like pork ribs so might as well try it maybe but probably i usually i usually skip over the italy booth but not for that margarita though the margarita. <laughs> yeah that actually does sound pretty good uh, I'm actually going to Italy in a few weeks, so I'm probably going to get my fill with all the <laughs> Italian foods there are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're going to like a limoncello, or not a limoncello farm, but like a lemon farm, and they serve like limoncello, so I'm excited about oh my God, it's Tell them you need a margarita. <laughs> <laughs> I need it in a margarita <laughs> form. 
Exactly. <laughs> uh, cool. All right. So uh, Spain. We got Spain next. Uh, Katie, you're excited yeah. for two items. Couple things about Spain. So I've heard about this one, but never tried it. There's a charcuterie and a cone with imported Spanish meats, cheeses, and olives with an herb vinaigrette. I just want to eat charcuterie and a cone. Like <laughs> that sounds really fun and it's weird. It's not a bread cone. I don't know if you think it's a bread cone. It's not. But it's, it's like charcuterie is usually just like laid out on a nice little board for you. So this is like a different kind of like I don't yeah. know. I think style. I was just really upset. Maybe he likes the marketing. <laughs> I like the marketing. Like <laughs> <he> sold. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was just really mad because I saw this last year and it didn't, it wasn't in like a bread cone and that's what I was expecting. So I was like, uh, oh, so now I'm like all against it. I, gotcha. Well, it would be cooler in a bread cone. I'll give them that. Yeah. But I don't know. We'll see. Um, but those are also a seafood salad with shrimp, base scallops, mussels, extra virgin olive oil, white balsamic vinegar, and smoked paprika. Again, with the shrimp and the scallops and the mussels, I love seafood salads. So would definitely try this one probably over the charcuterie um just because i just i love seafood so those are my top two in spain didn't really hit any of the drinks but there is a wine flight available if you are so inclined cool sounds good so we are gonna move on over to the american adventure and the booth here uh that we're gonna stop at first is hops and barley so now this one's kind of curious to me because both of you have uh, are excited for one of these items and in 2013 when i went to the food and wine festival this item was the worst food that i had <laughs> oh gosh oh. okay maybe i won't have it <laughs> yeah uh, but i have heard from other people like one of my friends who who is going on the trip he says he loved it uh so what we're talking about is again Alyssa and katie are both excited for this are the is the New England lobster roll. So it has warm lobster with fresh herb mayonnaise and griddled roll. Hey, I love lobster rolls, but I don't know. When I had it, again, this was like five, six years ago. It was, I did not like it, but I have heard was otherwise. So I just, I honestly can't remember, but I just remember eating it and being so disappointed in it. Oh like, no. Yeah, oh no. <laughs> I just, I just, I, I clearly remember that. Um, Dang. Well, I would be, see, I would be worried about a lobster roll if it's too much bread. That's kind of the downfall when it comes to lobster rolls. So I'd have to look at it before I actually ordered. But I don't know. Hopefully they stepped up their lobster roll game since you've been there. Yeah. So if you guys, yeah, we, yeah if you guys do try it, please let me know. Stare at people's faces and see their reaction. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> don't mind me just staring you down. Can I, can I just watch you eat that real quick? I want to know what you're feeling in this moment. So how did you get out of Epcot or get kicked out of Epcot? <laughs> <laughs> just wanted to watch people eat. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, there are a few other items there. So that is the hops and barley. Uh, and then also in the American pavilion, there's a few more, there's block and Hans, which is just serving, uh, beverages. Uh, so Alyssa, you are excited for one. Uh, yeah, I, I like cider and I saw I had a McKenzie's black cherry hard cider. I haven't tried that one before. So if I feel like having a cider, that's one that I would be drawn to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there's a beer flight there. I think that's cool. I, none of these beers stand out to me, probably because it's, you know, the American Pavilion and I've had most of them already. Um, but there's a beer flight. There's the Kentucky Bourbon Barrel Ale, which is actually not too far from where I live. So that's cool. It's really good, but I drink it enough anytime. So I don't <laughs> think I'd get it here. <laughs> but if you're not someone who can drink that all the time, highly recommend. It's a very potent beer. <laughs> 
Cool. Sounds good. Uh, and then there is the Fife and Drum Tavern that just has uh, one beer on tap. And then there is a funnel cake stand, uh, which you can get a funnel cake. So there's that. Uh, okay, we are now moving into the Japan Pavilion. Uh, now the first booth, or actually the only booth there, is the Japan booth. And we are excited for a lot of things there. So one of them we are excited for. So Katie, you have Fave listed next to one of them, which all three of us are excited for. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'll yes. let you take this over. This is one of my favorite. It's probably my second favorite item of the festival, aside Ooh. from the cheese bread um it's really nothing special it's just a spicy roll like a spicy sushi roll with tuna and salmon topped with volcano sauce i don't know what it is about it or if it's maybe because i've had enough drinks by the time i get to japan whichever way to start but this and i I do love sushi so 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 much um but it's yeah it's just a tuna salmon roll with spicy volcano sauce on it and it's just oh it's so good i mean, don't know how many pictures i have of this little, little tuna roll in front of the japan red whatever gate uh looking at spaceship Earth. like <laughs> it's just so picturesque and oh, i love it cool sounds good so uh you're excited for another thing yeah then there's also and i think this is something that i remember someone tried but um, when I was with them, but I don't know if I, I was probably too into my sushi to actually try it with them. Um, but there's a teriyaki chicken bun with it, which is just a steamed bun filled with chicken vegetables and a sweet teriyaki sauce. Um, I just remember it looked really good once they bit into it and you can see everything inside. So we'd probably want to actually take a bite of that. Sounds good. And Alessa, you're excited for a few things. I, I, you know, I keep saying the word excited. Keep saying it. I'm trying to stop myself. <laughs> it know. is true. I am. <laughs> um, this one, I'm like, I, it's the first one. It's a frothy ramen. I like. I'm. I wouldn't necessarily like gravitate towards this, but let me read it. And it was just interesting to me. It's chilled noodles and dashi broth. I don't know what that is. Um, but this is the part that interested me with a light foam topping. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> um, I just think like, whoa, you're going to put foam on some cold noodle. Like what even? I just think that's interesting. <laughs> so it, like if I, I think if I try something I, I really want the sushi too. Maybe I'll get both. But anyways, I, the the light foam top, I don't know, sounds interesting. And then there's a drink. Um, I usually like all the drinks in the Japan Pavilion. So this is a Nami Sake cocktail. It's a sake, peach schnapps, vodka, and lime juice. So that's it's pretty simple. But if I want a drink in Japan, I feel like that could be a good one. Oh, that actually does sound really good. I, don't, I, have, yeah. I didn't read that before. It actually sounds really good. Uh, cool. Sounds good. So that is the Japan uh, booth. And now we're heading into Morocco where there's a few booths in there. So the first one we're heading hitting up is the Morocco booth. Uh, and one of the things I'm excited for, as well as Katie, is the Mimosa Royale, which is a drink that has sparkling wine uh, with orange juice that is also topped with orange liqueur. Uh, I just love everything orange. So I really, I really want that. Sounds Love good. mimosas. Can't go wrong with mimosas. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm just reading some of these other things now. I feel like I didn't take a good look at this one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a spicy hummus fries with cucumbers, tomatoes, onions, tzatziki, and chipotle sauce. That sound incredible. I don't really, I mean, spice hummus fry. I've never heard of a hummus fry before, um, but just with all of the other toppings on it, it sounds incredible. Unless you were into that one too. Um. Yeah, I like... Uh... 
I, I just like, I like anything with hummus. So I don't know. I'm excited for that one. Nice. Um, the dessert here is also, so I'm not usually one to pick up on the desserts, but the dessert is cool. So it's a chocolate baklava. So it's your rolled phyllo dough with toasted almonds and dark chocolate sauce. So pretty basic baklava, I'd say, but I don't know. It just kind of stood out to me earlier with the almonds and dark chocolate. So would have to try that out. I just added my name next to that one because I love baklava. <laughs> so I didn't read that either. Nice. Yeah. Uh, cool. So that is the Morocco booth. And now we are heading to Belgium. Uh, and then, yeah, so I, I feel like I'm going to have to remove my name for this, but Alyssa, you're, you're excited for this one as well, but I think I might have to pass. So what do, what do we got? Okay. So it's, um, a golden malted Belgian waffle with warm chocolate ganache and whipped cream. It sounds pretty simple, but I feel like a Belgian waffle is something that you can get in Belgium. So. That's why I put my name down. <laughs> they always sound so good, but it just sounds so heavy. I don't know if I could. Yeah, do I don't know if That's by the time I'm all can get there, if you're like, like if you could like stomach that after yeah, all. Of I feel like it's a, it might be a lot. I mean, maybe it's like a small little like dollar sized Belgian waffle. Yeah, I'm like, maybe. I'm thinking it's like a huge thing, but <laughs> probably not. Yeah. Um, there is a beer braised beef served with smoked gouda mashed potatoes. Um, beef and mashed potatoes, you can't go wrong, especially if they're gouda mashed potatoes. So I put my name next to that one. Would be one that I would probably skip because uh, I feel like once I get to this part, I'm probably not going to be too hungry. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, but I also really want the chilled coffee uh, that has the Godiva chocolate liqueur in it. Oh, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, you you're and I, yeah, we're, we're pumped for that one. So that sounds really good. That'll, I'll definitely need a coffee by midday. So, <laughs> or who knows what time it will be, but anytime it's for coffee. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, so Brazil. So yes. Katie and I, we're, both of you, both of us, I should say, are really excited about this. Now... The last time I went, the crispy pork belly was my favorite dish that I had um, when I yeah when I went. So that is crispy pork belly uh, with black beans, tomato, and onions. Um, but uh, Katie, what else we got? Because this is where the Brazilian cheese bread comes in, yes. and I think I'm going to have to try that. Yes, you have to. Um, yeah, Brazil's probably my favorite booth. I marked down all of the food on here. Um, the crispy pork belly sounds amazing. And I do remember, I feel like you were talking about this before. So I definitely want to try that. Um, but there's also another, um, there's a Brazilian seafood stew featuring scallops, shrimp, and white fish with a coconut lime sauce um, and steamed rice. That sounds awesome. Another, you know, seafood stew, something, something seafood. Ugh. I'm into it. Um, but yes, here is where the Brazilian cheese bread is. It is gluten-free, um, which is awesome and kid approved. Um, but yeah, it's, I don't know how to describe it besides it. It's just cheese bread. Um, so it's like a little ball, like almost like a dinner roll size. Um, and then it's, I don't know, because it's not like a gooey cheese, but it's like the inside is just cheese. I don't know. You guys have to try it. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> and it is one of the cheaper items that I, I found at the, at the pavilion. So I've been known to eat a couple of them. Um, over the course of my trip, usually not at the same time, but, uh, every time I go, I usually have to stop and get some. Yeah. I'm definitely gonna have to try it. And sounds like <laughs> Alyssa name. wants it really, as well. I, hope I added my name. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it lives up to your expectations. Cause I feel like I really oversold it, but it is that good. <laughs> 
No, definitely try it. Uh, so yeah, that is it for Brazil. That it sounds like a really good booth. We're all excited for Brazil. So I think that's going to be a top contender for everyone. Uh, and then, okay, now we're moving into France. So we're almost done. If you guys are still with us at the hour and 42 mark, uh, I appreciate <laughs> oh, <baby. laughs> it. Yeah, this is going to be a long one. So we'll try to kind of rapid fire through these. So yeah, now yeah. we are into France. Uh, there's only one booth there, which is, of course, France. Uh, so the two of you are kind of excited. So why don't you uh, kind of speed through this? Um, there's a fondue of imported cheeses and Chardonnay served with croutons. Cheese, Chardonnay, croutons, I mean, sold. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there's also a creme brulee with house-made chocolate hazelnut cream. I'm a sucker for creme brulee, so for sure want to try it. Um, and then my favorite drink, typically of all of the pavilions ever, um, France just kills it with their martini slushies. So they have a La Passion martini slushie. It's just vodka, gray goose, or gray goose, the citron, uh, cranberry, and passion fruit juice. But they kill it with their martini slushies. So always, always, always have to try their uh, festival favorite slushie. Cool. Sounds good. And then, yeah, Alessa, you're, you're, ex- oh yeah, you're excited for the same things yeah, as Katie. Same things. Sounds yeah. delish. <laughs> yep. yeah. All right. So we are headed into the United Kingdom. We are stopping at uh, Ireland. So uh, Alyssa, what are you excited for? Um, so we're both excited for this one, me and Matt. Uh, so it's a warm Irish cheddar cheese and stout dip with Irish brown bread, cheese and bread. Yum. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Sounds good to me. But uh, yeah, you guys are like some of the other things uh, that's offered. Yeah, yeah, there's a couple drinks I'm into. Uh, Matt and I are both into the Guinness Bailey Shake. I actually just posted about this a couple of days ago, maybe last week or so on Instagram. I remembered loving it, but I couldn't remember what it was. Um, so yeah, it's the Guinness Bailey Shake. Very, very highly recommend. <laughs> um, but there's also a Bunratty Mead Honey Wine. That just sounded kind of interesting. Honey Wine. I don't think I've ever had that. So I would definitely want to try that as well. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, uh, I definitely need... I, I I might pass on the 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 cheddar and stout dip. I mean, I really want it, but... It sounds a little heavy, but I mm. definitely want to get the shake for sure. Uh, okay, so now we're moving on into Canada, and Katie likes pretty much everything in this. <laughs> All of <thing>. the drinks. <laughs> yeah, so this is the apple seed orchard. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Katie, what do what do we got? Um, so, couple food items. There's a charcuterie and cheese plate featuring Burton's Maplewood Farm Applejack Brandy Barrel Aged Maple Syrup. That was a mouthful. Um, charcuterie and cheese, I'm always for. Um, but there's also a caramel, appy, oh my God, caramel apple popcorn, um, which sounds fun. Big popcorn fan. Um, and then the last non-alcoholic drink is a frozen apple pie. I'm guessing it's like a slushy kind of form. I don't know if it would be like a milkshake or a slushy. Um, sounds fun. I don't know. Different. Um, yeah. Couple beers um, that I thought were just interesting. There's uh, apple pie beer, and then there's a green apple ale. Both of those sounded very different. I haven't had either of them, so would be down to try. Cool. Uh, let's see what else. Let's say you have the next one. 
Yeah. Um, well, I just I found like I I just wanted somehow to try something from the Canada Pavilion <laughs> since I'm like Canadian, but <laughs> there wasn't anything that was screaming my name. But like I mentioned earlier, I like cider, so there's a a cider from Hamilton, which isn't too far from me. It's a cherry apple hard cider, so maybe I'll get that. And there's also cider flights, so I'd rather do the flight if nice. there's multiple options. But um, yeah, those that sounds like it could be good to me if I want to show some Canadian pride at the Food and Wine Festival. <laughs> well, it's funny because that wasn't even the Canadian booth. That is the Appleseed Orchard booth. Now, you should be ashamed because the next booth is the Canada booth. And you didn't put your name at all. Oh, well, it's in the Canada <laughs> section. And the beer I the cider was Hamilton. <laughs> uh, we're going to... I don't know. Yeah, you're right. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Um, so yeah, that is, that is the Appleseed Orchard. And then, yeah, we had the Canadian or sorry, the Canada booth. Uh, both of the dishes there just seem really heavy. That is the famous cheddar cheese soup that you can get from, um, La Cilière, blanking on the name, uh, as well as the, the beef, uh, filet. So that's that. Uh, and then. Those have been around for the festivals for a while. Too. Yeah. They're that's something new. No, that's nothing new. That's always there. Okay. Yeah. And then the next booth is the Shimmering Sips Mimosa Bar. So, Alyssa, what do we got? Um, so, I liked a tropical mimosa with sparkling wine and passion fruit, orange and guava juices. And then there is also a frozen mimosa with white claw and natural lime hard seltzer. And uh, I don't know, it had frozen in it. So, I thought maybe that would be cool. But both of those seem interesting. I like mimosas. <laughs> yeah, I love mimosas. So there's a mimosa flight available. So that's probably what I would do because I don't think I could pick just one. <laughs> yeah, they yeah all, I think they all I would good. maybe do a flight. <laughs> yeah, they all sound really good. Yeah, so yeah, they have the flight available. So that, yeah, I think I would probably do that as well. That actually sounds awesome. Uh, okay, so that is that bar. I feel like saying that name again because it's long. Uh, so the, now we're on to <laughs> the Australia booth. Uh, so, Katie, let's start with you. So there is a, I can't put my name next to a bunch of different things here, but uh, there's a grilled sweet and spicy bushberry shrimp with pineapple, pepper, onion, and snap peas. It doesn't sound super flavorful, a bunch of different things in there. Um, but there's also a roasted lamb chop with sweet potato puree, bushberry pea salad, and pistachio pomegranate gremolata which just sounds crazy. So I want to try those both. Uh, sounds yeah, good. That's what I had there. Yeah. So so me, I actually did one of the wines. Uh, so as I was saying before, Shiraz is one of my favorite wines, but more particularly if it's a Shiraz from Australia. I just love all Australia uh, Shirazes. Um, so they have one f called the Three Rings Shiraz from the Barossa Valley. That's where there's a ton of wineries in that area. Uh, and I don't think I've actually tried this one, so I definitely want to try that out. And Shiraz, if you're interested in red wine, it's more of like a... It's not too sweet of a wine, but it's definitely sweeter than most. It's not dry. Uh, it's it's good with like some meat. So if you have like a steak or something like that, um, but you don't even need meat with it either. But yeah, it's a very, very good <laughs> wine. Um, okay, so we oh we're almost down to we're almost down to the end here. But uh, the next one we got is Hawaii. Now all of us love pretty much I think every almost everything from the <laughs> from the Hawaii yeah. booth. 
Um, so I'll start with what I'm excited for, and that is the Kahlua pork slider that has pineapple chutney and spicy mayo. So Katie, you are excited for that one as well. Yes. Um, and I just love the Mary Brewing Company. So uh, they have a bikini blonde lager. Uh, so I would probably get that as well. So uh, I would probably drink that as I uh, eat the pork slider. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so Katie, what else? Uh, what else we got? Uh, like everything else. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, go, go through them, go through them quickly to save some time. Yeah, <laughs> one thing I marked off was the teriyaki glaze spam hash with potatoes, peppers, onions, and spicy mayonnaise because spam is that's weird, and I want to try something weird. Um, and then there's a passion fruit cheesecake with toasted macadamia nuts. Like I said before, love cheesecake, love this, want to try it. Um, the juice or the drink I was into is a mai tai with sailor jerry, spiced rum, and dole pineapple juice. I love mai tais. Um, so we'll probably drink my Mai Tai while eating my Spam. <laughs> Sounds so weird. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. And Alyssa, you were excited for something. Yeah, uh, me and Katie both like the tuna tataki, uh, sorry, grilled tuna tataki with seaweed salad, pickled cucumbers, wasabi cream inspired by Alani Disney Vacation Club Villas. So that, that'll be interesting to see. And then it says Koolina, Hawaii. I don't know if I said that properly. Yeah, Koolina. Yeah. Yeah. Koolina. Okay, perfect. Um, yeah, it sounds, sounds good. Cool. Yeah. So that is the Hawaii booth. So yeah, lots of good things that yeah, pretty much, I think everything was marked off except for one thing. So uh, we'll definitely be hitting up the Hawaii booth. Uh, and then the last booth uh, we have here, and then there's one other thing, but the last official booth is the refreshment port, which is not really a booth, but uh, they, the refreshment port is always there. And that's where like, I like, I like to get my cronut or the croissant donut. Mm-hmm. Um, Katie, you have a bunch of things marked off. <laughs> yeah. So they have, I've had this before and it is to die for. There's a duck confit poutine with fig demi glaze or demi sauce and brie, a brie cheese fondue. It is amazing. It's really filling too. It's a good portion. Um, so I love poutine. So definitely want to try this again if I have any room left in my stomach. Um, but then you can also get Dole Whip Pineapple Soft Serve here. So there's actually a Dole Whip Pineapple Soft Serve with Bacardi Coconut Rum. Um, that sounds like a fun twist on it. You can and... get the, you can get something similar like that in um, Animal Kingdom as well. Oh, nice. Yeah. Did not know that. I can't. I'm blanking on where exactly, but I'm pretty sure it's in Africa. Um, I've heard of it too, so I think yeah. Yeah, there's like a right. there's like a op, there's like a booth where you can get desserts, and it's it's in Africa somewhere. I'm pretty sure. Nice. Yeah, we'll have to check it out. But um, last, there's also a Bloody Mary that I'd be super into. It's a barbecue Bloody Mary with a smoked garlic sausage and housemade pickle skewer served with a mustard and barbecue rim rub rim. This absolutely um, sounds disgusting. I don't no, care I what. Say, like, Matt, I'm, so I'm looking. I'm looking at this and it. I'm Ugh. kind of vomiting a little bit in my mouth. Like, okay. I don't know. <laughs> no, I, this is like start your day with this see i hate oh, bloody God. mary's and this is just <laughs> disgusting to me i can't oh, i love them yeah, yeah no definitely thanks. want to try that and we'll send you a picture <laughs> of me enjoying every single sip oh uh, <laughs> sounds good yeah not gonna look at those, not gonna look at those <laughs> or videos um all right so that is all the booths um 
The last thing we have here, there are some additional kiosks. There are different Joffrey's coffer and tea carts uh, set up all throughout, uh, throughout the park. There is... Katie, you love everything, don't you? Jeez. I know. <laughs> Did you notice this, like, towards the end? And I was like, my God, I'm hungry. My God, I Yeah, this. between <laughs> Hawaii, the refreshment <laughs> port, and then the, the coffee kiosk, you like every single item. I feel <laughs> like Dis Disney's revenue is going to go up, like, due to Katie. <laughs> yeah, dude, it already has. Let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they, they have a bunch of different carts uh, set up through four different uh, areas of the park. Uh, so the one I'm excited for the most is over in the American Adventure Pavilion, uh, which is called the Whiskey Adventure. Um, and there is a frozen lemon and fireball cinnamon whiskey. So I don't really know what that is, but I sounds good and I want it. So, um, <laughs> See, that's yeah. the only one I didn't want. But the rest of them, there's three other uh, Joffreys around the park. So there's one in Canada. And it's called the Citrus Sunrise. It's a frozen orange and pineapple juice with Grand Marnier. Uh, Marnier. So I like that one. And then over in the Odyssey, there's a Chaiquila. It's <laughs> Chaiquila. I don't know how to say that, but it's I think a it's so, uh, yeah. I think it's like a play on of Chaiquila, like tequila, tequila, tequila. Chai tea, tequila. So it's a, yeah, it's a chai tea with Avian espresso tequila. So it sounds like there's tequila, espresso, chai tea. I don't even know what it's gonna like end up tasting like, but that sounds awesome. Um, last in Future World East, there's an acai surprise. Um, it's frozen wild berry with acai tops with gray goose vodka. So sounds awesome. Cool. So that is it. That uh, that Oof. comes to the end of the booth. <laughs> this is close to the the two hour mark. Uh, so again, if you guys are still with us, thank you. I mean, uh, I think uh, I'm. Luckily, I wasn't hungry before this, like we said. Uh, oh, my God. I'm, I think I'm ready for my snack now, though. Yeah, I, do, <laughs> I think I do need a snack after all this. Um, but, yeah, so, uh, Katie, I saw you wrote a couple things down at the bottom. Was that anything we haven't gone over before? I think we covered most of it. A um, okay. couple people oh, were yeah. asking for a few things. My favorite booth, I say, is Brazil. Um, and I think, yeah, we've talked about kind of what our favorites are, favorite from the past, what we've tried. Um, and then as far as must-dos for first-timers, I think we named it in our tips and tricks, like split everything, try something new, and budget yourself, you know, can't really... Get and don't bring, don't bring a tray. Don't bring a tray. like, noob. Just I'm sorry, that was mean. You guys can use your trays, it's fine. I, I, I know that once, I, when I go to Epcot, I'm going to see at least like five people with trays. Everyone. Like, it's no, going to happen. It's, it's actually pretty popular. It really is. Well, now I'm not. I'm. I'm. That's all I'm going to be on the lookout for. It's just people with trains. And then I'll. I'll go up to them, ask them why. why? Is that helping you carry yeah. all of your foods? <laughs> uh, cool. So, all right. Well, Alyssa, do you have any kind of final thoughts on the episode? This is the again. This is your first time on the show, and it's it's been a pleasure having you. Um, I feel like we've literally covered everything there is to cover. <laughs> um, if, if anything, this has just made me more excited. And I feel like um, one of the tips that like has been said is look through everything after going through everything with you guys. I'm definitely a lot more acquainted with the menu and I feel like I'll have a way better understanding of like what booths to attack and everything. So going through it definitely would be a fantastic idea more than once and reading it out loud 
like as you can see as soon as like we read things out loud more like one or two of us would jump onto that <laughs> food or drink <laughs> item as well so yeah i'm just i'm really excited and i'm so so happy that i got to be on the show with you guys this was so much fun um i usually don't get to talk to people about disney it's just me talking to myself <laughs> so anytime i could speak to somebody who is as much of a disney freak as me uh it's it's a pleasure <laughs> yeah definitely no and i think to add on to the whole like reading aloud I think like doing it with someone else that you're going with would really help out. Like just don't do yeah. it by yourself, but like sit with like your family or your friends, whoever you're going with, like read over the menu because yeah, honestly, just, just kind of mimicking what she just said. Yeah. Reading out things aloud. It's like, Oh, that actually sounds really good. Like, cause like so, when you're reading it, sometimes you just like want to speed read cause it's a lot of text and mm-hmm. sometimes a little difficult, but I think, yeah, going through item by item with someone else could, could help. Um, but yeah, those, those are my final thoughts. So, all right, well, this has been long enough episodes so far. Um, so before we get out of here, uh, Alyssa, again, plug anything you want. Where can we find you? Uh, yeah, let us, let the listeners know. For sure. YouTube, you could subscribe to me. It's that Disney girl. And then I'm also on Instagram, a little bit different. It's underscore that Diz girl, but and they're on both platforms. Would love to meet some new Disney friends. For sure. And I'll make sure to link everything in the show notes so you guys can easily uh, access her pages. Thanks. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so, yeah, Alyssa, you're always welcome back on the show. It's been a pleasure having you. Yeah, so ah, fun. Until next time, I would love to come back at some point. Yeah, what's next? Uh, we'll have to figure <laughs> so- we'll, f- we'll figure something out. <laughs> uh, Katie, where can we find you? All right, you guys can come find me over on Instagram. I am at Magically Mootsy. And of course, you can always email me if you have any questions or comments. Uh, you can email me at katie at accesspresspodcast.com. Excellent. And if you're not subscribing to the podcast already, please do so on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or however you listen to podcasts and leave a review. It'll really help out the show. Uh, and also visit us at excesspresspodcast.com. And I, in the next like few days or definitely before the food and wine festival preview uh begins uh pretty much the list that katie uh Alyssa and i uh have all gone through today i'm gonna put that list on the website so you guys can kind of look through it and in the order that i have um because i think it kind of helps when you're kind of maneuvering your way through like future world and uh, i wanted to make it like as if you were really walking in the park because i know some websites just kind of do it by like alphabetical order which to me that doesn't make any sense i hate that that's what the app does i will say the app i was talking about they do it alphabetically and it drives me nuts <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know i just figured that'd be like the easiest way to do it so so yeah uh, look for that in the coming days i'll probably uh, hopefully i can get that up by at least friday which uh, i'm going to try to do uh, and then uh, if you're not following us on social media, please do so at Excess Press Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, and then if you have any questions or concerns about the show, if you think uh, I made some, if we or I, mostly me, if I made any errors, uh, let me know uh, and love to, to hear about those and I can correct them. Um, so that's it for this week's show. Thanks for tuning in and for your support of the show. This is Matt. Katie and Alyssa from the Excess Press Podcast signing off. Until next time, travelers.
We hope to see you next week. And remember to seize the future with excess. Bon voyage.